Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Welcome, guys. Joe McCall here. This is the REI Secrets webinar series where I just come on every week or so and I teach. I don't really answer questions as much as I just like to show you what we're doing, what our students are doing, give you some kind of tricks and hacks that I think are going to be helpful and beneficial to all of you guys. So we've got a bunch of people watching right now, some coaching students and students of mine in Zoom. So I'm going to be asking them some questions. I'm going to be looking at their chat here. And also you're watching this probably right now in YouTube and Facebook. So hello, what's up, everybody? You may be watching this later when we're done. So um, my agenda today is to look at a deal and make an offer, all right? Evaluate a deal, make an offer. So I need to go into a a new market. I need somebody to tell me which market should I look at. And let's just go look for deals. And if somebody who is watching me now on Zoom can give me a market that I like, I get to choose a a market that I like. I'm not going to choose a difficult market. Some Some of you guys are giving me difficult markets like San Diego or Portland. Covington, Georgia. Where is that? All right. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to share my screen with y'all. All All right. So this is uh, Covington, Georgia. Let's look at a map. That's funny. Look at this city has a circle. Oh, it's near Atlanta. I like small towns outside of big towns. You know why? Less competition. And let's look here. Covington, Georgia County. What county is it? Newton County. So let's look at Newton County, Georgia. There it is. All right, there is a website that I like to look at. It's called worldpopulationreview.com slash states. Worldpopulationreview.com slash states. Good, I'm seeing my screen. We're looking good here. If you're on the YouTubes or Facebooks, give me a thumbs up. Comment down below. Let me know you can see me and like me and this is all good and fine and dandy and you're, you like what you see. All right, cool. This is World Population Review. Where's Georgia? This is Georgia, isn't it? Alabama, Georgia. Sorry, I mean, I should know that, right? And I'll tell you why I like the small counties. Because look at this. This is Atlanta, right in this area. I mean, Atlanta is huge. It's monstrous. And all the competition, all the investors are focusing in on these dark red counties right here. And what this is, this is a Georgia population by density. So if I was in Atlanta, I probably would not be doing much of anything here in these very expensive counties. Not expensive. They may not be expensive, but they're very competitive counties, huge populations. Now you could go out into the reds. These are usually like the suburbs, you know, more expensive, expensive, you know, homes. But then if you go out one or two more and you're in a county like Newton County, where you got a population, see over there on the right, population of about 116,000, but look at the population growth, 16%. I like that, right? And the other thing I like to see here is Newton County, Georgia, median home price. Sometimes you get information here from Zillow. That's pretty good. Newton median Zillow home value is similar. About 228,000. They're seeing a huge price increase. which Everybody is. And let's look to see if we were to go into, let's look at Redfin. Newton County, Georgia. 390 homes for sale. I like that. Let's look at houses only. Let's see what we can find that's under 400,000. It's 182 homes. Let's do price low to high. I like to see 
What are the cheap homes looking like there? There's some cheap homes. I can imagine this might be an area where a lot of investors are actually buying homes too for cash flow, maybe. You also got the nice expensive homes too. Let's look again the other way around from low to high. You're not getting a ton of cheaper houses. Let's look at solds. For sale off, sold on last six months. Sometimes these counties will not have good data. Ah, this is what I like to see here. This is what the last six months, houses, solds, sort it from low to high. Here's a 45,000, 50,000, 50, 55, 57. You get some pictures here once in a while, 60. But these properties probably rent for pretty good. Like this property right here. Let's just look to see what Zillow says. Zillow. This house sold for 65 grand. It's three bedroom, two bath, 1,400 square foot. And sometimes you can get the rent zestimate. Holy smokes, look at this. 1,600 a month in rent. Are you serious? I don't know if that's right, but would you pay 65 grand for a house, put 20, 30 into it to rent it out for 1,600 a month? Who would not do that? That's pretty good. One of the other things you can sometimes find here in the Newton County home values is what the average rents are in the neighborhood. Sometimes you don't see it here on Zillow. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you can see a rent value index here. You could also go Newton um, median rents, the Department of Numbers. If it's on the internet, it must be true, right? Oh, look at this. I like this. The Department of Numbers. And I don't even think that's a legit government agency, but it's just somebody got the domain and they're probably making a butt ton of money on it. All right. Newton County, Georgia median gross rents, 1057 I like it. Strong growing county. It's outside of the big MSA of Atlanta. Okay. But you know, when you're looking at something like this, don't ignore like Baldwin County. What about Bibb County? Still 153,000 people there. I'm looking for counties that are maybe over 100,000. What about Coetta County, Carroll, Floyd County, Whitfield County? You'll be surprised, guys, how much good demand and less competition you can find in some of these small counties. But we're looking at Newton County, which, by the way, you want to see something cool? If you're looking for land, if you're, and I was looking actually at flipping some vacant land in Georgia, let me show you something real quick. There's a website called landwatch.com. I'm just going to show you, if you go to Georgia, GA, right here, Georgia, and I want to look for, I'm going to scroll down here. I like looking for five to 40 acres is when I make offers for vacant land. I do marketing for vacant land and I want undeveloped. There's 4,600 listings of vacant land between, and I want max price 100,000. So I don't want like the real expensive lots. 1,376 listings. I'm looking for rural vacant land. Guess what you see here? You see the areas that are the most popular for like in terms of number of listings. You can also see the biggest counties. Gilmer County has 72 listings right now. Lawrence County has 55. Habersham County. So if I'm going to pull a list, if I'm looking for, all right, I want to flip vacant land in Atlanta, Georgia. And I like the mountains because there's more, you know, that's where I want to buy land where somebody is going to actually ride their four-wheelers, go camping, go hunting, vacation, get out of Atlanta and in an hour or two hours, be on their own property where they might build a cabin someday, right? Somebody's asking, what do I do with this land? I flip it. I buy it for 25 cents on the dollar and I sell it for 85, 90 cents on the dollar, sometimes with owner financing. So here you go. Just like that, I can see in Gilmer County right here, there's a lot of activity going on. Now, these are active listings, but if I look at Gilmer County, look at the kind of properties that people are selling here. Beautiful. A lot of, I know Barry is a land investor, landdiscounts.com. See this beautiful, could you think it'd be hard for him to sell this lot? Maybe he's asking a lot of, oh, he's owner financing it. 99 grand. These lots are beautiful. 
Here's one, five acres, 35 grand. Now that's a drone, but it's beautiful up there. And it's paved road. It's got access. Guys, you may think who on earth would want to buy this land in the middle of nowhere? We're selling these things like crazy right now. Okay, I don't know how I got on that, but I was just, we're talking about Georgia. Oh yeah, and we were looking at this county map here. And I don't know where Gilmer County is. It's up here somewhere, isn't it? There it is. I just saw it. There it is, right there. Gilmer County is only 32,000. But I guarantee you, if I went in there and did some marketing, we do texting and letters, I could find two or three deals in about a one month, two to four month, I mean, two to four week period, vacant land deals, get it under contract and sell it. Especially if I could offer owner financing, you know, these lots are selling for 40, 50 grand. I'd buy it for eight to 10 grand. Such a good time to be in real estate, whether you're doing houses or vacant land, I'm telling you. And this, I'm just looking to see, well, there's a lot of activity here. And these are great. These are five acre lots selling for 49 grand. So how much is that an acre? 49,000 divided by 5.69. That's about $8,600 an acre. I would offer about $1,800 an acre. I would sell these things for $1,700 or $1,800 an acre. I, I mean, I'd buy them and then I'd sell them on uh, owner financing or uh, cash. All right. Anyway, so many things. I, this is why I love real estate so much. We're back. <laughs> All right. We're back in this county. This is Newton County, Georgia. We want to make a cash off on some properties. Now, how do we do that? We're here in Redfin. Let's look at a property that's maybe been on the market for over 30 days and see what we've got. These are all the properties that have been on the market over 30 days. I'm going to apply filters and let's sort it by price. And I'm looking for houses only. Now you could do fixer uppers, but the problem is you're going to go from 83 to two. So I, I don't usually check that. You just sort this by price. These are all going to be properties that need working. Now this here, it looks like a modular home. I'm not real big on modular homes. Well, maybe it's not. Needs a lot of work. It's on stilts. Got some kind of weird thing going on there. <laughs> they actually did a 3D image of this house, a camera, 3D camera thing. By the way, you're thinking, who on earth would buy that? Well, would you buy it if you got it for 20 grand? I would. And I'd sell it for 75, 80 on owner financing. And don't think you could not buy this for 20 grand. They're asking 79, but guess what? It's been on the market for 127 days. What if you called the agent up and said, listen, I know this property needs a lot of work, no blind offers. I would say, listen, I, how negotiable is the seller on their price? PropStream. Let me log into PropStream real quick. I'm looking for older listings that have been on the market over 30, 60 days. Oh, that's not the house I want. Copy. There it is. Oh, they've only owned it five months. So I don't know what's going on here. Maybe they tried to wholesale. They're trying to just wholesale it. They bought it for 70 grand. Now they're trying to sell it for 79, but they're paying a realtor commissions. I'm wondering if they just bought this thing to um, try to rehab it and they realize it's now nah, it's not going to work. The home is currently owner occupied. Now, who knows what's going on? But you could call the guy, Lee Nicholson, Google him and say, hey, you know, I'm interested in this property. Just kind of wondering what's going on. It says owner occupied. Somebody actually is living in this thing. Why hasn't it sold yet? You feel like 79 grand is a fair price for all that work that needs to be done. What's the least they would take? Man, I don't know if they... If I could get them something close to 78.9, do you think they would consider creative financing or something like that? So maybe I would give them 79 grand for it if they did principal only payments, zero down, five grand down maybe, so they have enough something to pay the realtor, principal only payments. So let's, we'll look at this one in a minute. Let's make a cash offer to that one. Let me write down the address here. 195 White Birch Drive, 30016. Let's look at this one here. Yes, the realtor is transactional only. So they're getting some kind of commission. 99 grand, two bedroom, one bath, do it yourself. 
Let's look at the photos. Pretty beat up house. Kind of ugly inside. Looks decent. Some of you are like, Joe, why would investors buy anything out here in coming to such a small town? Well, let's see what this property would rent for in PropStream. They give you an estimate for rent. It didn't like the address there, did it? Let's. Sometimes you have to look up Google Maps to get the address, a better address. I'm going to copy the address from there. Go into PropStream, paste. There it is. You see what I did there? I had to get a better address. Something was different with the address I did from here. Oh, it's got Southwest in there twice. But when I put it in Google Maps, it gave me a better address. Then I could put it into PropStream. Another property that's only been owned three months. They bought it in July for 82 grand. Well, again, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's say the loan amount, loan balance. This is weird. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't care what they owe on it. I'm still going to make a cash offer for the numbers that work for me. Again, call the realtor, try to find out what's going on with the owner. Did they try to buy it hoping that they could rehab it and they gave up? Are they just trying to wholetail it? Maybe. The best ones are the ones that are owner-occupied or they're they're being trying to be sold by an owner. So the tenant of this home has been in there for, for 10 years, month to month. All right. This house, I kind of like this one because it has a tenant in there and they're probably not paying nearly enough. And this is a home that's been owned by an individual for 15 years. So Christopher and Jessica Crutchfield have owned this property for 15 years. It's being rented right now by a tenant. It's been there for 10 years and they're done with it. They want to get rid of it. And they live in Covington, Georgia. PropStream says it could rent for about $9.22 a month. All right. You know what? Let's go back to this house. I want to look at the map. Is it up there? Let's look here. I like looking at maps because I want to see what's in the area. You know, is it how close is it to that river? Is it in a flood zone? One of the things that you can, if you go to trulia.com and you put in an address, sometimes you get some doesn't show up for some reason. But sometimes you can go in and see crime zones, crime maps, 30014. So if you go into a home in that area, let's just pick this home right here, for example. And you go to a map, you can click crime and see crime in the neighborhood. And on some homes, it doesn't look like this has it, but maybe in some bigger cities, you can see if there'll be a link for a flood map. You can see if it's in a flood zone or not. All right. So anyway, when I'm looking at a satellite view, I'm looking to see what does the neighborhood look like? Does it have a street view? What's across the street? What's down the street? Somebody sitting in a chair. All right. Yeah. Realtor.com also has that same data. It kind of depends on the city. Let's look here. Oh, here we go. Flood fact. It's Redfin. All right. So let me show you what I just did. I'm looking at the house in Redfin and I click on this map and I click right here, flood factor. One out of 10 minimal. I'm just looking to see if it's in this area where it's kind of darker. That's not good. All right. Now let's say this property on PropStream says it could rent for $9.22 a month. The current month to month tenant is paying $6.75 per month. I'm going to move my things over here. Here is the listing agent. If we called her up, we could say, hey, Alethea, I'm Joe calling about your property there in Laurel Street. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions about this property? Can you tell me a little bit about it? Tell me about this tenant. They've been in there for 10 years. They're paying $6.75 a month in rent. Do you think that could go up? What do you think the market rent in that neighborhood is? Can you tell me a little about the owner? Tell me a little bit about the owner's situation. I mean, they're, they've had the same tenant for 10 years. Why would they want to rent? Why would they want to sell it? I'm sure like they're getting great cash flow on it, right? Is there a mortgage on it? I'm not going to ask the realtor that. Okay, so there is some kind of, there is a small mortgage on it of like 25 grand. They just refinanced it a couple months ago, three months ago. So I try to find the seller situation. Sometimes the realtors won't tell you. A lot of times it's just, you know, they're tired of, they're selling all their rental properties. They just want to get out of the rental business. 
But I want to find out like why sell it? Why not just keep it, keep it renting it out? What's going on? Does a tenant have to stay? You think 99 grand is a uh, is a good price? Tell me so why has it been on the market for 140 days? Sometimes you can see a price history, but Redfin for whatever reason does not give the price history here. Sometimes Zillow does. I asked the realtor, now what's going on here? It looks like it's been off the market, on the market, pending, back, relisted, contingent. And I would ask the realtor, why hasn't it sold yet? These When it came in the market, relisted, pending, fell through, what happened? You just want to ask as many questions as you can. Probably it's overpriced, simple as that. Maybe the tenant that's in there just will not let anybody in to go look at it. So I'd ask those kinds of questions. You know, I'm sure the tenant is been super friendly, right? And lets people in to go look at the house if they're buying it, if they want to buy it. Is that right? Find out if there's any kind of problems with the tenant not letting people in. All right. So this is a uh, three bedroom, one bath, 1148 square foot. So I'm going to show you how I would make an offer. But first I'm on the phone. I'm talking to the agent and I'm going to look at this map. I'm going to click map nearby homes for sale. And I want to see, all right, what is for sale in this area right now? And when I just did let me show you what I just did. And I'm going to, oh, I just accidentally closed that tab. Didn't mean to do that. Let's look at this property again here real quick. Okay. So I'm going to click on this map and I'm going to right click and open in a new tab, map nearby homes for sale. And what that does is it puts that house right in the center of the map. And so I can see there's five or six homes for sale in this neighborhood. I'm going to zoom out. There's still six. Let me zoom out one more time. Now there's 18. I'm going to sort this table by price. I can see there's some vacant lots. I'm going to go to more filters, house only, apply filters. All right. So I can see this is the cheapest property that is currently listed for sale. But I can see the next one here is 132, 149. So it seems like it might be a good price, right? Let's go to more filters. Let's turn for sale off, sold on, last one year, 102 homes. I'm going to zoom in a little bit more to narrow it down. Now there's 31 homes. I'm going to sort this by price. Ah, look at this. Remember, our house was 1148 square feet. So when I'm talking to that agent, I'm going to ask them, oh, tell me something. You know, I see some houses here that have sold in that neighborhood in the last year for like 60, 64, 66, 68. I'm sure your property is much nicer. 75, 77, 80. Oh, and look at these pictures right here. This looks like a real nice house. Doesn't need that much work inside, paint, cosmetic, new kitchen maybe. By the way, this property, I'm probably going to sell it not to a rehabber, but to a landlord. So again, Mr. Realtor, Ms. Realtor, I'm looking at these properties and I'm talking to them while I'm on the phone. So it's a good idea for you. Get familiar with Redfin and Zillow. So when you're talking to agents on the phone, you can pull up the property, click map nearby homes for sale and see the properties that are currently listed, active for sale and sold. It's important that you look at actives and solds. They're just as equally as important. Now, if I was looking for after repair value, I would probably go into more filters and, and add in some square footage filter. I might do, I might do um, 1,000 to 1,500 square feet. Apply filters, and I'd sort by price from high to low. Here's 175,000, 170,000, 169. This looks almost just like our house. Let's look at the inside. It's a real nice rehab. 160, 150. You can see the days on market, though. This one might be a good comp sold in 34 days and is literally just down the street. Our house is right here. This one is right there. So this might be a good price. And it's a two bedroom that sold for 169. So I might say the ARV on this house is 165, but I have to get the tenant out. 160, 150. It's the same house. No, it's not. 
120. But again, I'm sorting this from low to high. I'd ask the realtor, tell me about these houses I see here on Palmetto and Broad Street, kind of just about five, six blocks away that are selling for 66, 68. Why is your house so much nicer than those? Again, ask the realtor for pictures. Any pictures of the inside of the house? What are they going to do if they don't sell it, Alethea? What are they going to do, the owners? I'm just curious. What are they going to do if they don't sell this house? Are they just going to keep on renting it? They're not in a hurry to sell it, right? What's the absolute lowest? Are they negotiable on their price at all? What's the absolute lowest they could go? And if I can make an all-cash offer, no contingencies, I'll buy it with the tenant in there, and I can pay cash, close in a couple weeks, just what if, what do you think the lowest they would actually take would be? And again, I'm looking at these comps. I'm, I'm seeing houses that sold here for 60, 66, 70, 77, 80. I mean, some of these houses don't need much work at all. I'm sure your house is like in pretty good shape, right? If they're asking that much money for it, 99,000, pushing the pain buttons, okay? I'm also looking at this thinking, you know, what's going on? If I'm looking at the map, I see uh, it's right next to the river. I might ask some questions like, you know, how, how close is it to the river? There, there's never been any kind of flooding or anything like that, has there? I don't know, maybe it's on a bluff or something like that, but I'm asking these questions. I'm looking at the street view. Looks like a nice neighborhood, but uh, some of these houses across the street are a little run down, boarded up. Um, is this a safe neighborhood? Boy, the house next door has got some you know, pretty beat up shingles falling off the roof. I'm, I'm asking questions to the realtor about the neighborhood. You can scroll down here. Now, you may think I would never want to live here. I would never. This is probably not a good area to rehab a house make it really nice. Maybe, I don't know, but this is more of a rental neighborhood. So my buyer is going to be the landlord, right? But drive down this neighborhood, cute kids, some dogs. Oh, I see there's um there's a house down the street with a bunch of cars parked in the backyard on the grass. Is that is that normal for the area? Oh, there's an industrial, some kind of industrial warehouse uh, just down the street. Do you know what that is? I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm, I'm posing these things as questions. Do you see what I'm doing here? I'm posing these things as questions. Like, um, let's look at this map again. Let's go switch to uh, satellite. Where the oh, there it is satellite? Yeah. So here's the some warehouses and some industrial stuff, right? Like this down the street is that's uh, is this a big warehouse or something? What do they do there? These buildings kind of look run down. I'm just kind of curious. Is it uh, is it nice in that area? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you pull up this property on Google Street View and you drag the little stick man to right here. And you're scrolling around looking at this where what is this manufacturing warehouse big building here with the ugly barbed wire fence? So ask the realtor what these things are. Because this is probably why this house hasn't sold yet. This is probably why this house has been on the market for you know four months. And it's probably not going to sell very soon. Yeah, it's the cheapest one that's on the market right now, but it's not one of the cheapest ones that's sold. And I guarantee you that tenant's been in there for 10 years. There's not been much updating and maintenance. There's probably a lot of work that needs to be done on that house. All right. So let me show you how I would make an offer on this property. You interested? I have here a calculator. I called my Automated Offer Pro. And you can get this at partnerwithjoe.net, partnerwithjoe.net if you're interested in this calculator. And let me show you. You can make a, it helps you come up with after repair value, the cash offer, lease option offer, and owner financing offers. We're just going to focus on the cash offer right now. Um, you got your personal information there for your company. You click next, you put in the property information here. Now, in this situation, you can you can send an offer directly to the seller. And this is what I've done before too. So I've looked at these older properties and I've copied their addresses, put them into FreedomSoft. FreedomSoft gives me the name and address of the owner. And I can send the owner a letter. Or you can go into PropStream, propstreamjoe.com, 
And you can scroll down here. And a lot of times you can see the agent's information either in PropStream or in Redfin. And Alethea Rutledge, she's with Keller Williams Realty. There's her phone number. You could, And then you could even Google her. Like if we Google her right here, teamrutledge.com or agents, there's her email address. All right. So I could call her, I could email her, text her, make an offer. So one of the strategies that I've taught before in REI Secrets in these webinar series is looking at these homes and looking in a large area and picking all of the ones that have been on the market over 60 days. You can download that in Redfin. There's a, usually a download button right there. You can download them into um, a spreadsheet and then upload them into PropStream and get all of the owner's information on all of those houses that have been listed for over 30, 60, 90 days, and you can send them a letter or an offer. So I'm going to show you um, what I, what I would, how I would create an offer on this property. And let's say we're sending it to the agent. And I forget the agent's name was uh, Alethea Rutledge copy. And normally I would not, I mean, I would, um, I would fix that. So it's not all caps. In fact, let's just do that anyway. Alethea Rutledge. Okay. Property address, 18 Laurel Street, Covington, Georgia. And the seller's mailing address, I might do something like this, realtor. Okay. Seller's mailing address, I get this from PropStream Joe, or you can get it from FreedomSoft. By the way, you can see the other properties this investor owns. They own six properties. They have some good equity. They might just be getting tired, landlords. They maybe have more that they want to sell too, right? Always ask about that. So here's their mailing address, Greendale Road, okay, Covington. Next. Now, how do we determine the ARV of this house? There's several different ways that I like to do it. You can do the averages of Zillow, Trulia, Redfin, Realtor.com, whatever they tell you the estimated worth of the property is. For example, PropStream in this example says the house is worth about 253, 173. No, that's the house they live in. That's the house the owners live in. PropStream says 96130. Zillow might not give you what the property is worth because it's listed for sale right now. Yeah, they're not going to give you his estimate. Sometimes they'll give you an estimate of value for homes in that neighborhood. Let's see if uh now, what Realty Track sometimes gives you estimates? Okay, there. And it also gives you the Zillow 92,100, 77,570. So Zillow was 92,100. And there was another one called Adam for 77,570. Sometimes you can also get property values, realtor.com, home value. See if you can see that there. Collateral Analytics 103, CoreLogic 98, Quantarium 98. I'm writing these down. By the way, can you have a virtual assistant do this for you? Yep, you can and you should. So one of these was 103. The other one was 98,900, 97,999. All right. So the average of all of those is 94. Now, what do you think of that? Because you remember when we were looking at Redfin and I looked at this from high to low, if it was fixed up, you can probably sell it for 165, 160. This is where one of you got to use one of those judgment calls. All right. Well, what are similar homes actively listed for right now? Turn solds off, actives on, apply filters. This one's for sale for 149. Oh, it's kind of nice inside. Doesn't need any work. Can I really sell mine for 165 with this one's for sale for 150? All right. Well, here's the thing. When you're in this price range of when you're wholesaling a house to a landlord versus an investor buyer, you got to figure there's two different ways to calculate an offer. The one is the offer price that you know an investor 
landlord would pay for and a, the price that a rehabber investor would pay for. The way this calculator works, it does the average of these here for the ARV, 94,283 is what, let's say the averages of the ARV. I tell you what I'm going to do. I think if I fix this thing up really nice, like I bet you I could sell it pretty fast for 130. I don't know. All right. Let's put that in here. Let's say we'll use the ARV 130. And I'll show you how I prefer to make offers in this price range on the next screen right here. All right. So here is my cash offer section. And there's two methods I like to use. The ARV, the after repair value times 70% minus repairs minus fee. And then method two is the average of the lowest solds times a certain percent. When it comes to buying rental properties and rental neighborhoods to sell to a wholesale to a landlord, you're probably going to be more likely using the average of the lowest solds. If you're in an area where homes are selling for I don't know, 150, 250, 350, nicer homes, you're going to probably be more likely using the ARV times 70% minus repairs minus fees. This is a house that, an, that a rehabber is going to want to buy. All right. So let's say the I could sell it fixed up for 130. You want 70% of that square footage, 1148. Repairs, I usually do dollar per square foot. Let's do $30 a square foot. The rehab is going to be about 34, 35 grand on there. I want to make at least $10,000 wholesale fee. So my method one cash offer is going to be about $46,000. All right. Now method two is the average of the lowest solds times a certain percentage. And I usually do 80%. So let's look at Redfin here and let's change more filters. Sale off, sold on. Let's look the last one year. Apply filters, sort this table from low to high. And here we go. I like seeing this. A lot of these properties are in a similar window there. 60, 64, 66, 68, 70, 75, 77, 80. And that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So if I go into my calculator here, now your VA could put in the address right here or they can just type this in. 60, 64, 68, 70, 75, 77, 80. All right. So the average of all of those is 70,571 times 80%. So my method two cash offer is 56. So now I have method cash offer number one, 46,000, method two, 56. What would you use? Well, considering they're asking right now, 99, somebody's asking, would you consider the numbers of beds and baths? Kind of yes and no. If I had too many comps, I would probably do that. But sometimes these comps don't have bedrooms in it. And these are all the same size. They're almost like the same footprint. So I'm looking mainly at the square footage. And you could even do the average of the square footage that is sold here. And if you scroll down on this page, sometimes it gives you, oh, it doesn't here. Sometimes it gives you a summary. Well, here we go. The averages for that zip code. But anyway, I'm just looking at the size of the house. So I have two methods for cash offers. If I buy it for 46, I'm going to have to sell it for 56. If I buy it for 56, I'm going to have to sell it for 66. So again, I'm going back here to Redfin. I'm going to change solds off for sale on. I'm going to zoom out. If I'm going to sell my house for 66, what's my competition like? I don't have much competition here at all. So I'm looking at this calculator. I like the average of the lowest solds. So I'm going to use this cash offer, 56,457. I'll put down a $1,000 earnest money deposit. I'll give them a deadline of Friday for my offer. And by the way, this took me way longer than it normally does because I'm talking through it, kind of walking through it, right? I'm getting an error message. I need to have at least three to six. So I had one too many. I had one too many. You get it? Now, I might also do owner financing. Let's skip lease options because I don't like typically doing lease options on lower end homes, but I might do owner financing. 
Let's do next. Before we move past lease option, we do have to put market rent in here because this value is required. And we said this property would rent for $922, right? Let's do $895 for the market rent. Does Zillow say what it would rent for? They're saying $1245. Let's look to see what similar properties are renting for here. Wow. Now, these are obviously newer homes. There's nothing cheaper to rent than $1,600 a month. But for this house in this neighborhood, these are all newer, nicer homes. I'm going to stick with $895 a month in rent. Okay. Now I'm going to go to next and I'm going to go to the owner financing section. There's two ways you can make owner financing offers, principal only payments and interest only payments. Typically the way I like to do that is if, if the as is value of the home is this, and this is kind of what they're asking. They're asking 99 for it. I might put that in here, 99,000. Okay. And I'll give them full price with zero down and I'll do 50% of the market rent for principal only payments. So if they're willing to do owner financing, I might give that to them. I might give them 99 zero down, principal only payments of 447.50 a month until paid. So they get paid off in 18 years. If they want interest, so it's like price or terms if they want terms. All right, so I want a little bit of discount there. I might give them a little less. And they want a down payment, I might give them 5% down, but I want 3% interest and I'll do a balloon in 10 years. Something like that, okay? You can play with that. Click submit. Now what this calculator does is it gives you now some options that you can give to the seller. And here's my favorite. It's the cash offer. I'm going to open this up in Word and I'll share it to you here. New share, Word, Word up. Okay. This is what I like to send to the sellers. And I'll send them this. It's four pages and I'll send this to them through FreedomSoft. But you know, here it's addressed to the realtor. You could email it to the realtor. You could you know, obviously email it to the sellers as well. But hey, this sheet of paper, and this is in Word too, so you can go in here and edit things. This sheet of paper is worth $56,000 for the next 30 days. Dear Aletha, it's great talking to you today. If you want to sell your property, I'll pay you cash for it quickly. Do you have any questions? And then here is a one-page contract, $56,000. This is a really good solid contract. Then page three, you know, here are all the benefits you'll experience when you sell your property to us. We'll buy it. Other investors are going to give you a lot of contingencies. We have a ton of experience. The other guys, who knows? With us, you're going to get the best title agents, attorneys, professionals, all working to get you to get your home sold. Most of the time, their upper competition is just a one-man show. Here, we'll buy your property without having to move the tenants out. Other investors that want the home vacant, you'll never have to make any repairs. Oops. For other investors, make sure you read the fine print. We'll constantly communicate with you. Other guys, make sure they'll only talk to you if things are going okay. You'll have the transaction handled by a licensed and insured title agent. Other guys, be careful. We'll ensure that you have the proceeds from the sale of your property the day of closing. Other guys read the fine print. You'll never have to pay any commissions. Other guys read the fine print. So it's just a table saying, here are the benefits you receive when you sell your property to us. You scroll down, you can tell the seller, here's another table. Here's two ways to sell your property. By the way, would you give this to a realtor if it's telling them you don't have to pay any commissions? This is something you send, either take this out or send it directly to the seller or just remove that. Thing. All right, so... There's two ways to sell your property. Determine the price, prepare your home, advertise it, wait for an offer, advertise, wait for an offer, hold an open house, wait for an offer, show properties to buyers, wait for an offer, negotiate a sales price, make the repairs. Or you could say, get a low ball off, make necessary repairs, prepare all the contracts, coordinate and follow up with the title company, or sell your house to us, get a check at closing. All right. So you, I like to create PDFs out of these things. So I just turn it into a PDF. I don't know if you can see this and send it to the seller. Again, if you're sending it to the realtor, you might want to take out the commission language. And you have to realize the realtor is going to want to use their contracts. It's fine. Not a big deal. 
But this is the typical letter that I like to send with a cover letter to the owners of these properties. And I'm going to send this letter, this offer every 30 days as follow-up. One other thing I wanted to show you real quick is my three option letter of intent, number three, for owner financing. So this document here, let me do a new screen share. All right, this is a letter that includes, hey, it's nice talking to you today about your house. Here are three different options that we might be able to buy your house. You scroll down, this is a letter of intent with multiple options. Mr. Seller, I can pay you cash right now, 56 grand. I can do seller financing with interest-only payments. I can buy it for 94. You know, maybe that's too much. I might do 84. I'll make a down payment of this. You'll have to fix this number in the calculator, but I'll pay you, you know, four grand down, four grand down and carry the remaining balance interest only monthly payments of obviously this will have to be fixed with a full balance of, you know, 80,000 due in 10 years or owner financing. I'll pay you 99,000, maybe do a thousand dollar down payment with the remaining balance, $447 over 221 months. And then the next page is a cover, you know, it's a letter like, here are the, here's what owner financing is, summary of the benefits for owner financing, and then a one-page report of how to sell your house as is at a fair price on the date of your choice that you can include. Cool? All right. There's other options in this calculator as well. This calculator automated offer pro gives you um, a blind owner financing offer letter. It looks like this. Oh, I know you can't see it. Let me share my screen. So if you wanted to, and I've done this many times, you download all the properties that have been on the market over 90 days and send blind owner financing offers to the owners of the properties. Gives them a letter of intent, pay them full price with principal only payments of 448 per month. It just gets the conversation going. It's what this does. All right. So that was all I wanted to share. Hope that made some sense. All right. Here's the point. Get on the phone. Get on the phone. Look for properties in these smaller towns. This is where you're going to find great deals, guys. Look for smaller properties. So look for properties in smaller towns outside of the big towns. Look for the ones that have been on the market over 30 days that need work and call the agents up, talk to them, ask them questions about the house, okay? And then send a cash offer. If you're dealing directly with the owners, sometimes what I like to do is find the owners of these properties that have been on the market for a long time, send them a letter, skip trace them, call them, text them, and make them an offer. You know, you could even send an email to the realtor. Listen, if I could get your seller, your client, their asking price of 99000 do you think they might consider something creative like seller financing or lease purchase? You'll be surprised how many realtors will say, yeah, maybe I'd consider something like that. All right. So get on the phone, start calling realtors, start talking to them, asking them about their properties. Remember, was it last week I called a realtor and she said, yeah, I got a property for you, maybe here. And it was not one I was calling about. It's another one that's not listed on the MLS yet. By the way, she's never responded to my email. She sent me an email. I responded back to her and I asked her, what would, what would the seller take for this property? Because it wasn't listed. And she's not responded to me yet. But anyway, get on the phone and talk. And you can tell that agent, listen, if you bring me a deal, you could represent me. I don't have a buyer's agent representing me right now. You can get both sides of the commissions. So now you get that agent to start bringing you deals. All right. Hope that helps. Hope you guys got something out of that. All right. If you did, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Give me a thumbs up. Like this video. If you're watching this on Facebook, please share it. And uh, yeah, that's it. If you want this calculator that I just showed you too, by the way, you can get it uh, at partnerwithjoe.net. Partnerwithjoe.net. Go there, check it out. I have a 30-day class in there that teaches you how to find and wholesale deals. And you get this calculator. It's included. All right, guys. Mm -hmm.